You're listening to the Set Life Podcast with Reed Petro. The only weekday show dedicated to news, tech, tips, and techniques on all things cinematography. Hello, listeners. Like you, I am always looking to add that extra touch to my visuals, and the Complete Vibe LUT library has it all. Over 1,000 LUTs with 63 cinematic color and black and white looks to create powerful images. Why? Well, because they are crafted specifically for your camera. Sony, Blackmagic, Canon, Red, Panasonic, Fuji, and so many more. Bring your cinematic visions to life and get noticed. Learn more at readreidmpetro.com slash store. Hello, friends, and welcome to the Set Life Podcast. I am Reed. Today, we're going to be talking about shooting for post-production on set. So, nowadays, post-production is exceedingly complex, depending on if you're doing coloring or any sort of VFX, if you're working with multiple people on multiple computers. It's just, there is a lot to happen in post-production. So, what are some things that you can do on set that is going to help smooth the post-production process, but also get you to a more desired result, uh, desired end result. So let's jump into it right now and talk about them. So first off, I think discussing the workflow of post-production ahead of time before you get there is essential to figuring out what everyone is going to do, how footage is going to be shared, how it's going to be reviewed, how project files are going to be transferred, uh, how how um, if you're going like from say Final Cut Cut X to Resolve and then back to Final Cut X, how is all that uh, going to work out, and how are those files going to get transferred? Uh, just a talk about post production and how that's going to go is massive in uh, kind of uh, getting the correct intention across and also making an efficient post production. Second thing, as a DP, you want to be selecting the right codec type and be thinking about your media storage. So I work on a lot of small budget short films just for fun, right? Not a ton of money. I'm going to shoot in a different codec for that short, something that doesn't take up a ton of space, something that isn't insanely uh, storage hungry where we don't have the money for, you know, four, eight terabyte drives, right? Uh, external hard drives, or we don't have the money to rent extra cards for the camera. You know, unlike a commercial project that's going to have the budget for hard drives, storage space, you know, I'm going to shoot at a, at a much higher codec, much higher bit rate for that commercial project. And it's not a matter of Well, you know, you want the best for everything. Of course, you want the best for everything, right? However, you really need to be realistic about how much of my budget is on media storage and what can we actually logistically, physically do, right? 
and determining the right codec and the right media storage again. And that is going to help post-production across the board. Again, discussing the workflow, selecting the right codec and the media storage. Those are all things that are going to go into making post-production more efficient and easier to work on. And when it's more efficient, then you get um, the ability to be creative more, not have to troubleshoot. So you're going to get a better end product. Third thing, uh, try using a show LUT um, for viewing monitors if you have a specific look in mind other than maybe a generic Rec. 709 from the camera. I'm not saying record this LUT. I'm saying that if you have the ability to rent or if you own monitors that have um, LUT input, it's a really, really great way to get on the same page with the uh, producer, director, and then you. So that when you get into post, the look of the film can kind of stay in that uh, that vein. You know, also putting those LUTs on dailies or uh, proxies for the editors as well. Um, proxies, if you don't know, are just uh, like dumbed down versions of your original media. It's um, a compressed version of your original media so that an editor can work um, more smoothly and it won't choke up the system as much. All right, now the fourth thing is uh, you're thinking about will these shots that I'm setting up, will they cut nicely together? Will adding this next shot um, in our production schedule when we shoot it, will that shot be able to cut nicely with all the other shots that you've been uh, shooting around? And there are a couple of rules for that. There's um, the 20 degree rule, which is uh, the shot needs to change by 20 degrees. Um, by 20%, excuse me, uh, to be able to cut nicely or else it'll look too much like a jump cut. Uh, so that's one thing that you want to look at when it, when we can when you're shooting your scene and thinking of shots, you know, will this in your mind, will this cut together in post? Because if the shots, again, if the shots do not cut together in post, um, your editor, and post-production is going to be a pain in the butt to get that scene to work. And you don't want that <laughs> as a cinematographer. That's going to be on you uh, if, you're, if you're shooting it like that. We can maybe go over a whole other episode about what cuts nicely and what doesn't cut nicely together in a scene. But lastly, uh, the last thing you want to be thinking about on set is uh, um, the action that you have captured so far, is it going to cover the script? Is Has all of the action in the script been covered? You know, and you talk about this at the end of the scene, maybe you're done filming all the planned shots and you're like, hey, wait, you know, do all of the shots that we have cover the essential action that we need to for the edit? And that is just something to, you know, before you move on, you know, while you're on set, while everyone's there, while the while the while the cameras, <laughs> while all the set is there, right? Uh, you know, just thinking to yourself, have we covered everything? And those are some tips on uh, shooting uh, for post production on set. So I hope you all really enjoyed this episode. And if you do, uh, you know, it would help us out a huge uh, amount. Is um, rating and reviewing uh, the podcast on whatever platform and 
just saying how much you enjoyed it if it did. And thank you again so much for listening. Stay safe out there, and I will talk to you in the next episode. Thanks for listening. Have questions? Email the Set Life Podcast at gmail.com. If you enjoyed the show, please rate, review, and subscribe wherever you get this podcast. 